A basic and sound definition of wisdom is skill in living to the glory of God. It's the sum of all that is true and right. King Jesus is wisdom incarnate. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. There are books of the Bible, Job, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and James, which are known as wisdom literature. Portions of the book of Psalms also contains wisdom literature. In all of these books of Holy Scripture, and in many other places as well, we are told that wisdom finds its beginning and ultimate end in reverence for our triune God. The book of Proverbs contrasts wisdom and folly, often personifying them as a noble lady and as lady folly. This is evident throughout the book, but especially in the first nine chapters and most thoroughly in Proverbs chapter 8. Hear now from chapter 8 of Proverbs, verses 22 through 31. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. From everlasting I was established, from the beginning, from the earliest times of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth, when there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While he had not yet made the earth and the fields, nor the first dust of the world, when he established the heavens, I was there, when he inscribed a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when the springs of the deep became fixed, when he set for the sea its boundary, so that the water would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him, as a master workman. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the world, his earth, and having my delight in the sons of men. Chapter 8 of Proverbs begins with wisdom calling out and declaring her excellency. The remainder of the chapter is her appeal, and she makes an appeal to the naive, fools, kings, princes, rulers, and nobles. In other words, she exhorts all people, male and female, old and young, whatever their station in life, to follow her. And we're told in this chapter that to hate wisdom is to hate life and to love death. But to possess wisdom is better than the most abundant riches and power. In verse 17, she proclaims that wisdom comes from the diligent study of God's word. And the chapter ends with a call to faithful covenant living. Our text, verses 22 through 31, declares that while wisdom is personified as a woman, literarily, it is found in a man, literally, the God-man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is wisdom incarnate. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 30 and 31, But by his doing you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption, so that, as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. 
Paul also writes in Colossians 2.3 that in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. He seeks knowledge and wisdom in all the wrong places because he refuses to bow the knee and confess with the tongue Jesus Christ as Lord. He follows Lady Folly, thus hating the Lord and loving death. But to know and love Christ is life and joy. It's to possess all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. It is both to hear and to heed the call to faithful covenant living, doing so being united to Christ through faith. King Jesus is more precious than all the world has to offer. He is the pearl of great price. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords to me. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.